Well, the week is finally here, and I'm excited to celebrate with several of our 11th grade youth that will be affirming their faith on Confirmation Sunday this Sunday. It will also be Reformation Day, the actual day. It'll certainly be Reformation Sunday, but it falls this year on All Hallows' Eve, Halloween the 31st. I don't know if you've been taking me up on the invitation to be reflecting on your faith as well, finding a passage in scripture perhaps that's meaningful to you and reflecting upon that, writing down or just even reflecting on your faith journey and where you are in this moment. Well, as promised, I thought I would practice what I preached and do that as well for this devotion. And I I went back to a verse that's always been very important to me, at least always since I was in seminary and studied it with a professor of mine. I, I often joke, although it's not completely untrue, that this professor taught an entire semester uh, of a class on one verse in the Bible. And that verse was Matthew 5, verse 3. It's the opening to the Beatitudes. Jesus gathers his disciples around him on the Sermon on the Mount, and he he brings them together and he says, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Now, the Beatitudes are something that I've experienced in a number of different ways, especially as I was younger. You know, they always kind of came across to me uh, kind of like I've seen the, the bee attitudes, like this is how I should be. This is what God's calling me to be. This is, you know, something that I need to kind of reach for or something that I need to achieve. But in this class, and again, centered around this one verse, and certainly looking at the other Beatitudes and other parts of scripture as well, this professor opened my eyes to something kind of new, something very new that's shaped my ministry ever since. And that was that these are not, uh, these Beatitudes are not something that, that God is calling us to sort of reach for or achieve but it's more what God is promising to those who exist in those situations already. You know, God isn't calling us to mourn. God isn't calling us to uh, be poor in spirit, certainly. What God is saying is that those whom we would call poor in spirit, those who we would call spiritually wretched, which is another way to interpret that, that theirs is the kingdom of heaven, that God has given a promise to those we might turn our finger of judgment upon. Now, of course, sometimes we need, do need to name something that's evil or something that someone's doing for, for what it is. We need to call it out, of course. Scripture is useful for reproof. But that sense of holding ultimate judgment or having sort of the in-group and out-group kind of thing going on, that's something that Jesus entirely takes away. And in that moment... Not only does he make that promise then to whom the one whom I might judge, but he also takes away my own judgment of myself as not worthy enough, not good enough, not faithful enough. When that finger of judgment turns personally, it's swept away by the promises of God. Ah, but for yours is the kingdom of heaven. God's promise of salvation cuts through my judgment to those on the outside and even to my own self. I can tell you that 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 revelation in his class that year was incredibly freeing uh, for me and and changed my perspective about how I treat others and how I see them and how I see myself as well. 
that's my kind of faith statement, if you will, at this point in my life. There could be other things that kind of reach in to other places, certainly. But one uh, of those Beatitudes that I think for this year has been especially meaningful, uh, so more specifically to my faith and where it is now, is blessed are those who mourn. There's such a a heaviness with all the lives that we've lost in our own nation and and across the world and through this pandemic and just kind of, again, that sort of low-level, depressive state that I feel like we're in, again, as, as a country, as a, as a world even, uh, that that promise that comes from God, blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. That word for comfort is the same word. It's a, it's a verbal form of the word that Jesus will use in John's gospel to talk about the one whom Christ sends as he goes away through his death and resurrection and then ascension into heaven. He says, I will send the comforter, I will send the paraclete, that uh, spirit that will guide you and comfort you and and bring you a sense of hope in the midst of every dark place. And I think that beatitude, not something for me to achieve, but a promise that God has put upon me and upon all of us, is a source indeed of comfort and hope.